0: podcasting what like it's hard it actually is a ton of work but having the right partners makes it easy which is why we use buzzsprout it gets you listed on every major podcast platform and has tons of guides to help you find the right equipment to get your podcast off the ground going over a hundred
1: thousand podcasters already using buzzsprout follow the link in the show notes to let buzzsprout know we sent you It gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for the paid plan and it helps support the show. Start podcasting today with Buzzbro. Welcome to Buzzwords, your loosely professional marketing podcast. Stay tuned for Midwestern niceties and HR disapproved banter. Words. I'm Kelly. I'm McKenna. I hate my, I hate my computer so much. <laughs>
0: Honestly, I think we just roll with it. I think we're going to roll with great.
1: it. We're leaving this in. We're having technological problems. I, I am having technological problems and I'm not redoing this again. So hi. Hey, 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 everyone. Hey, everyone. We're going to be talking about email marketing today. It's going to be really fun. It's going to be it's a good going time. To be so fun. It is going to be fun.
0: Please stay tuned for the most exciting episode we've ever done. We will only speak in these dulcet tones the entire time. So you fall asleep while at the wheel.
1: <laughs> Please, don't. Please don't. For legal purposes, this is a joke. Wake up. Hello. <laughs> Stay awake. We're pairing today's episode with water because you know you need water. You know That's you true. do. I know if you're listening to this at 7 a.m., drink water. It's the middle drink water. You know you need water. It's the middle drink of January. January. You've already fallen off the resolution. If you set one for yourself, it's okay. There's no shame in it. Yep. But go drink water right We're now. We're all just a bunch of dried up prunes right now. Yeah, we're, we're just dehydrated cucumbers with anxiety right now. Go drink some water. If anything, you should just be hydrated.
0: Just basic. At the very
1: least. If you can accomplish anything, just be hydrated. Um, and if you are already hydrated and you want to drink, I would highly recommend the 1792
0: small batch bourbon from Barton Distillery. But mostly oh, the problem. water. <laughs> Especially the water. I don't like bourbon, personally. It makes me sad and hurt. Didn't really like bourbon until
1: this year and, or not this year, last year. I don't know what year it is, whatever, within the past 12 months. And I went uh, to the bourbon trail in Kentucky, just as like a tag along, whatever, something to do. It was fun. And I hated it then. And I don't know what happened, but I like it now. you no, like
0: your, the rest of your soul that left your body.
1: Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Not the rye stuff that still tastes like birdseed to me, but the other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. hurts my soul.
0: Okay. So, you know, let's talk about some emails. Let's talk about emails. Send it. Yes. Okay. So, you know, step one, everybody's like, does anybody really care about emails anymore? Like, "Eh, I don't really care. Like I give out, you know, a fake email to brands. And I never check it. And well, stop, stop, stop saying these words. Also, I don't care if you don't have an e-commerce brand. It's still important. First party data. We've talked about that. First party data. First party data. But anyway, email marketing. What is it? It's basically a way that you can just shove your shit down your consumer's throats. Kind of nicely. (laughs) Like cynical. (laughs) Me. <laughs> that whole last part of the scream, I didn't even hear. <laughs> oh, I still can't hear it. Oh, that's awesome.
1: Got it. There Got it. Is. Got it. I just wanted to laugh I mean. at your comment. My dog was crying, so I muted it.
0: <laughs> Sane. So, <laughs> you know. That's email marketing, basically. If you don't know what email marketing is at this point, I don't know how to help you. It, it's pretty self
1: It's a way to educate and inform your consumers and promote your products and services and engage with your audience. And also collect a shit ton of data about them. But also collect a shit ton of data. Uh, that that they yours. let you have, that they agree to let you have, that yeah. you can target them later or use to segment your audience. which is very, very, very important. So, Bingo. email is not dead. Don't side tangent. Don't you f- hate it when people say like, insert marketing tactic is dead. You know? Oh like, yeah, like print is dead. Print is dead. Out is of home dead. is dead. Email is dead. Search no, is it's dead. not. Everything's dead. nothing's none of it's dead. None of it's no. dead. Everything has a place. Everything billboards a were place. dead. Billboards were dead. Do you think they'd still have billboards up? No. 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 If email no. was dead, would we still have email? No. Oh, shut up. Look at QR codes. We talked about this before. If QR codes actually what? dead, what What would we have done in the pandemic? What would have happened? Nothing. Exactly.
0: Anyway. Exactly. Email. Yeah. Very important. So, the moral of the story is like, as with every other tactic in marketing, it's like, if your content sucks, the placement isn't going to work. That's it. That's marketing back to basics. Yeah. That's, that's everything we do. It's if your content sucks, it isn't going to work. So there you go. So we told you what it is, why you should use it, blah, blah, blah. Tips and tricks. Generally speaking, make someone care. Why do they care? Again, if your content sucks, it's not going to work. So Mm -hmm. you have a subject line, which is short. And then in most cases you have your pre header text, which is that like tiny little sub line that most phones will show. Um, and in your desktop inbox and stuff, but you really kind of have to make an impact at that point, like right then, because otherwise step one, you want people to open the email. Correct. So yeah. Subject lines are kind of important. Subject lines are important. So put yourself in the shoes of the, of the consumer that's going to get the email. Make make them care. That's it. Um, also, kind of, I guess, step point five is making sure the email even gets to their inbox. So, hmm. you know, using platforms like MailChimp, Constant Contact, if you're really fancy, HubSpot. Um, that's usually if you have like a larger sales cycle. But... MailChimp, Constant Contact, all of those. I mean, there's a million of them, but those are both great. I'm going to be totally honest with you. I kind of hated Constant Contact. They really started messing me up after a while. And like their reporting was all jacked and like no one would help me. It was really annoying. Just so funny because all of the stuff that I looked
1: at and very brief because we do email marketing On the daily, but we already have, we're platform agnostic at our agency, blah, blah, blah. So we use quite a few of them, but everything I've read in terms of like email marketing for 2022, like all the tops, everyone loves constant contact. And that was kind of my thought too. And there were even articles touting how great their customer Mm. service is. And I, that's not Mm. the experience I remember us Mm -mm. having. No. At all. I think,
0: I, I mean, I'm going to be completely honest. I think constant contact is useful especially for people who are not it. as savvy mm-hmm. um as it relates to like custom coded emails and like having a designer on staff having a mm-hmm. you know coder on staff like all of that kind of stuff I think constant contact is a little bit easier probably plug and play if yeah. you don't have those resources um and if you're pretty good for that too though it is MailChimp is also very good for that um they're both really easy to use I, I just think there's probably more general consumers out there that have dealt with Constant Contact than Mailchimp. Probably, um, Mailchimp also has like kind of a weird like UX situation. Mm-hmm. Like they have like two. It's models. not entirely. It's not entirely intuitive. It's a, it's chaotic.
1: Yeah. Like it's all clean looking, but when you get in there, you're like, "What well, there? Where is?" Right. Where it's it's things. basically
0: like a bunch of developers designed it. Like yeah. for developers, it, <laughs> it, yeah, it feels else. like, a, like developers designed it for developer. It just doesn't, it's fine but once you figure it out, but MailChimp geez. has a free option, which is why it's so
1: nice. So if you want to get started yeah. with like a plug and play option to build fancy emails, MailChimp is like a go-to, cause I think you can have up to 2000 people on your subscriber list and email them for free. Yeah. Like, so that's, that fits a lot, a lot of people. And then there's HubSpot, which is also pretty slick. And they have some free options as well. Those are like the top three that we've worked with in terms of relative ease of use. Right.
0: But tips and tricks. With those, all of those things, all of those platforms will pretty much ensure you're getting into inboxes. If you're not using any of those platforms and you have issues with your email rates and things like that, like definitely poke around and figure out what's going on there because... You might not even be able to. You might not even be able to be getting into people's inboxes. And that's why they're not opening. Don't
1: use these platforms to like mass send from your Outlook or your Gmail, for instance, because you will get flagged for spam. Yes, <laughs> it's bad news. Yes. Just send Don't it from the platform. That. Don't do that. It's bad. Don't do that.
0: Bad. Bad. Yeah. So, generally speaking, tips and tricks. Subject line, pre-header text, two very important things. Definitely do those things. Um, But also, like, I think what we've been seeing a lot of, I think, success with at the agency with, like, various clients that we have, we've kind of started looking at our email marketing as different, like, they're almost, like, segmented, I guess. So there's a newsletter type that's more resource-based. So everything that the consumer would need to know, like, let's say it's a recipe, the entire recipes in the email, it's one recipe. So then we're not, you know, specifically sending someone to the to the website. Does it have links? Of course. Are do they have UTM parameters? Of course. However, that's not the main purpose of them. So Mm -hmm. if we look at these different kinds of content, right? So if we have this like resource newsletter kind of deal, but then we have, you know, a little bit more of a traffic driving push um, more links to the website, et cetera, et cetera. Um, maybe one is like a how to or something like that. So having these different types of content is it's, I think makes it a lot easier to keep it concise and keep it, um, relevant, which also helps you kind of start to understand what your audience really wants and what they don't want. Um, I think what a lot of brands have the tendency to do is just shove everything into a, an email and hope for the best and be like, well, this has every single link that they could ever want. So it's all here. S- stop it.
1: Any other thing that you like with a page on your website or a social post or an ad,
0: like you can't, it can't be everything to everyone. No, it and just can't yeah. be. And stop doing that. Because ultimately, like if you, you know, think of it, From your own perspective, like you, you get brands, emails, you don't open every single one. No, but like when you find, when one comes through, that seems relevant to you or interesting to you, then you open it. Great. So, and then to that point, you can also segment your audiences, which I would highly recommend. So do it if you can, if you're savvy enough. Yes. Especially do it it as early as you can, right? Like as Mm -hmm. soon as you start building an, an audience list, like start figuring out ways to either send them surveys or on your sign-up widget on your website, you can even include certain, you know, items that they need to check off that will basically get added to their profile automatically. Do that as soon as you possibly can, because... I mean, if you have an e-commerce platform
1: that you're integrated with, that's another thing to look for in some of oh, these platforms. It's, it's integrations. But if you're using like Shopify or something, uh, you should be able to set up like automated campaigns that reach out to people when they leave something in a cart or you can reach out to people based on Bingo. purchases. Like, Oh, you bought X, Y, and Z. You're going to love this. You're going to love this. Mm-hmm. Um, also obviously sales too. people have purchased something yes. before. Yeah. Et yeah.
0: And like the segmentation piece, like you can send out these little surveys basically, and it'll, automatically apply whatever their answer is to their profile for you. So you don't have to do it yourself. Um, but keep in mind as a consumer, if a brand sends you a survey, you may or may not take it. So kind of grain of salt with that one, you know, like send it, hope they do it. But especially if you have a large audience, that's, that's probably not something that you're going to like fill out your entire audience with by just sending a quick survey. Um, But yeah, and then the automation piece of it, there's also, in addition to what you just said, Kelly, like with the sales and the cart abandon and all of that kind of stuff, you can even just set up an automated series, like a quick little series, um, just when someone signs up or maybe it's been a a year since they signed up, you could create an anniversary series. I don't know. Um, in MailChimp, they have a specific like little like box it on, on your audience page that will show you what percentage of your audience is highly engaged, sometimes engaged or rarely engaged. You can target those people with campaigns. So Mm -hmm. really know that your kind of email marketing list can get really long, very fast. So it's kind of something, it really is what you make it. I think like if you put the, the work into it and kind of Really dig into it and figure out all the different things that you can do. For example, I love MailChimp's um, resource center. Like their resource center, funny, funny enough, because they're it's like the UX is so weird, but their resource center is actually great. Um, so like just like poke around, dig around, figure out what else you can do. Um that's awesome. And Kelly found a wonderful TikTok. Um I did. We'll need to Naturally. tag her. Yeah, exactly. We'll need to tag her on the blog because I can't remember what her account was. Um, but she basically, I mean, she was promoting this website called um, MILD, So M-I-L-L-E-D. And it basically just curates. Uh, it's like an archive of like email marketing from major brands. So you can see what other brands are using as subject lines, preheaders, you know, where they're putting their call to action button, where, you know, if they have big images or if it's mostly text, like all of that kind of stuff, it's super cool. So look at what other people are doing. Easy peasy. So, yeah, I mean, that's not really the most like eloquent list of like tips and tricks, but I think those are the ones that I have found the most effective over the last year. Foundational, just trial and error, right? Like,
1: I mean, yeah. We've, I wouldn't say like error, like things failed, but it's like trying new best. things. Like it's constantly yeah. A-B testing officially yeah. and even not officially. Like right. we were, uh, for some of our clients, like we've, we've seen pretty fantastic growth across the board in 2021 with our email efforts, which have been fantastic. Our team's done a really good job. Um, I can't include it. Uh, <laughs> but like, even with the, like subject lines, like we pulled... Like use the data you have on hand oh, Ooh, and add those yes. fun facts into your subject line. Like, like. hey, yeah. Are you going to say the example that I was going to say?
0: say it. Yes, because I'm say it. so excited. Say it. So we had a like a recipe that is like always the most popular recipe. So we literally just pulled lifetime from the website how many visits that page had gotten. Mm. And it was like 90,000 something ish. So the subject line was literally just the recipe that has been viewed like 90,000 plus times or something like that, something very simple, but it was basically that like FOMO situation of like, well, shit, 90,000 other people have looked at it. So like might might as well be worth something. Mm -hmm. So use numbers, use all the things. Um, I will say, especially if you have like an e-commerce brand, like the whole, like the sale only lasts 24 hours. I'm so tired of that. But like, if I care enough about the brand, it still works. So Brand, for those brands that do that, because I subscribe to those lists and those
1: people send me three to five emails a day, which is Too fine.
0: Much.
1: Fine. Uh, I wouldn't start out with that many a day, mostly mm, because no. realistically, you're just not going to have the resources to do that if you're a small business. You're going to have the resources to do that. That's asinine. Um, but we we play we we had uh, clients and even like internal state, like. And clients, I guess, who were a little nervous about like upping the quantity of the emails because they didn't want mm-hmm. people to like unsubscribe in mass and the opposite happened. The absolute opposite happened. We're like, yeah. well, that's fun. We're going to keep, we're going to keep doing this Yes. until we, until it starts to turn and then we'll pull yeah. back. But like,
0: yeah. Right. Well, especially because to that point, like we didn't see a list. Like a major list drop by any means, and if anything, we had a major uptick in consistent engagement, like consistent higher open rates, consistently higher. Click Not just rates. general.
1: I mean, general open rates, yes, but like uniques went up as well. Like it yes. all, it all went up. Yeah. The green line went up. It was great.
0: The green line went up. Yeah. So we also like, redesigned.
1: We also redesigned our templates, yes. which was part of it, uh, which is a big part of it. But like to McKenna's point it's not just segmenting the like audiences specifically, which you should absolutely do. But we like, just like we would on social, we created like different kinds of content pillars for the messages we send out. Some of them are traffic driving, some of them aren't. Some of them like Mm -hmm. all across the board and they've been doing phenomenally. So good. Like
0: far (laughs) above and beyond industry standards. Like it's insane. And so, and I think part of the reason for that is like, the content's been good, right? So Mm -hmm. as soon as you open one email that you're like, oh, that was actually a good email or like that was interesting or that was nice. Like maybe I'll pay more attention to that brand. So then you're like just more likely to open them and engage with them. So yeah, as long as your content's good, like don't send emails to send emails. Again, don't do that. But if you have the content, especially if you have a large repository of it, use it, it's awesome.
1: When you're looking, if you're starting out on email, uh, getting started, obviously looking at one of these platforms is key. There are a lot of free options, which is great. Don't use your personal email to send emails from. You can get a professional email made. Google Google's like $6 a month and you can get email at yourbusiness.com. Please. Do that for the love of, please do that. Don't like, I understand if you're really pinched and you want to use like your business at gmail.com, maybe, but it's not invest. It's $6. It's less than Starbucks. Just, just do it, please. It'll make you yeah. look so much more professional and it probably won't get flagged as much in like mass email sense. Cause you can like, yeah, a mass email from a Gmail,
0: like, like a straight up Gmail right. is suspect. Actually, before I forget too, based on that, like getting flagged for spam, Speaking of subject lines, don't con- especially if you're just starting out. No all caps, no thousands of exclamation points, not a ton of emojis. Stop that bullshit. They don't like that in the emojis, but like shit out of you. But like maybe one, one emoji. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> one emoji, one exclamation point, one word in all caps. Maybe that's fine, but like those types of things do get you flagged. So keep that in mind, also.
1: So uh, yeah, so that's how you start. Step number one, Uh, looking at price. I always like free stuff. Like why would you pay for something until you have to? Yep. That's dumb. That's absolutely dumb. If you're using something like HubSpot, which also has a CRM, if that's what your like website and stuff is based on, you can do more segmentation with that, which is fun. But MailChimp, I think it's a paid version though. MailChimp also has a, a way to like pixel your site. So that when you email and somebody comes to the site, you Mailchimp Mm -hmm. then knows that the person made it there. Fun with data. Make sure your privacy policies are up to date. Google privacy policy stuff because we're not doing an episode on that right now. No. Um, (laughs) Next important (laughs) thing to look for in a platform is the ability to do automation, like McKenna says. Set up a really easy, a really easy automated campaign. Like if somebody signs up, don't just use the default from the platform. that's like, thank you for subscribing. Send a little fun, send yeah. a little fun message. Maybe say, maybe have a page on your website or something that has like a fun resource for them. Like, thank you for joining. Here's a free download, a PDF, or
0: like have some, like have something. Yeah, or like, this is who Freedom. we are. Like, here's a note from our founders or here's, you know, this is our mission or this is whatever, like anything, engage, anything engage that like, with makes you memorable. Yeah. Engage
1: with them maybe not at a bar but like if someone says hi to you you're not just gonna stare at them it's well you might i don't know know. it depends on the day but you generally want to like engage with them and get to know them a little bit better so usually not all the time something that's true uh platforms that are easy to create the three the three we talked about i know there are other ones so if you're an email marketing person that uses other ones i know I know they're not the only ones but Mailchimp, Constant Contact and Hubspot are really easy there might be a learning curve but otherwise really easy to use really easy plug and play yes options super easy segment and personalize like we said use the data you have on hand uh well, all the stuff McKenna just mentioned about like getting, it might be that you just like, you understand like, oh, people open my emails when I do this, but not so much when I send information about this. So like now, you know, to put a little bit yeah. more love into those areas, do that. Um, integrations we talked about, mostly from like an e-commerce perspective, mostly from e-commerce perspective, Yeah. Probably gonna more, be most important. Totally. But like I said, MailChimp has the option. I think Constant Contact probably does too to like pixel your site so you can, at least attribute or connect. but yeah. so maybe Mailchimp, like they. Open I haven't your email, been. But didn't click on the email. But then they went to your site directly. Like Mailchimp's going to know then that that happened.
0: Right, so. and I haven't been in constant contact as recently, but Mailchimp has just recently come out with some like huge like platform advancements, like with website integrations, and like I'm pretty sure you can basically build your build a website through MailChimp at this point. So it's, it's wild. I mean, like you can, you can do a whole shit ton of stuff just through one of these platforms.
1: Yeah. HubSpot. I, yeah. I think MailChimp has expanded into landing pages or like simple websites, landing pages. Yeah. Uh, HubSpot obviously. Oh yeah. Does. Um, but yeah, some, some of these, I know MailChimp does specifically, but like integrates with other like platforms that do custom landing pages. if If that's what you're into, or they like, they directly integrate with WordPress or, uh, square or whatever else. So like all of that kind of exists. Right. So if that's what you need, look for a platform that has what you need. And then analytics, because data is important because how do you know if anything is yeah. working? Do it
0: if you don't have data. And if you're just starting out, you don't need much. You don't need much. Yeah. If you can like, honestly, if you're, if you are a complete novice and you're, and you have no idea what's going on, if you can, literally only look at one. Okay. I'm going to say two metrics, two metrics, open rate and click rate. Like, I mean, assuming you're sending traffic, but I'm assuming you are, if you're a novice at this point, that's probably the purpose of it.
1: But for those people that are listening that don't know what that means, what do those mean?
0: Okay. So open rate is just the total number of people that you sent the email to. And like, So the the number of people that opened it, unique opens, over the total number of people that received the email. The click-through rate is the number of people who clicked in your email. So like clicked through to your website or wherever you were sending people over the total number of people who have received it. I personally really like to look at the click-to-open rate talk about advancements here because you're bougie (laughs) that's so bougie so bougie it seems like so bougie
1: do email marketing for a living click and what is click to open because i know this trips up people that we interact with daily so what is click to open (laughs) jesus
0: christ (laughs) i'm having flashbacks to nom um Uh. (laughs) twitch so click to open rate is basically it, it pretty much just puts it into a better context like for me at least it's basically the what's like the actual formula? I think it's like the total number of people who it's like the unique. Oh, that's right. Unique clicks over unique opens. So it's not over the entire list that you sent it to. So you're only looking at the click rate of the people who opened the email is pretty much the gist of it. So those are the two big ones. Click open rate, click rate. If you have no idea what's going on, Um, but it gets really wild. Like in MailChimp, you can literally look at like a click map to see like a heat map basically of what people clicked on the most. Um, you can track your unsubs, your unsubscribes, your, you know, abuse reports, your, uh, like bounce rates, like all of those things, like keep track of all of those things. It's better to write it down and have it somewhere than, you know, and be able to look back on it. It's, it's great. Speaking of analytics, other things to look for when you're looking at your
1: data, uh, all the metrics McKenna just mentioned, if you are working with somebody that does emails for you, whether that's as a service on behalf of your business or you're partnering with somebody that's like you bought like an ad within an email or sponsored content piece, like a native piece within an email. um, And they aren't giving you those metrics that McKenna just outlined by those definitions they're doing it wrong or they're doing trying to cover
0: up that their emails suck
1: they're trying to cover up that their emails suck which they might or they're or they just don't know they're just they just don't know any better but we in in our professional life have come across like very large publishers that don't measure emails to best practice standards and it is infuriating and then I uh we had an issue once when the the partner came back um and they were so excited at how well their email performed so excited the click-through rate was too high too high everyone else was so excited and I was like flag absolute flag I asked for a breakdown of those clicks and and there was this, I don't know why anyone, I don't know why no one else looked at this, probably because they were like, we're just going to give them all of these clicks and they're going to be really impressed. Right. And obviously I was not impressed. I want to see the data. And it turns <laughs> out that it was, they weren't real humans. It was a virus tracker. Okay. This shit, it happens. It has particularly in like outlook. Um, I know there are issues with like open rates. If you're at, if you have like Ridiculously low open rates, or something, and you're sending a lot of B2B emails and they're going to Outlook. I know there's an issue where, if you do not, as a user, if you open the email but do not click download images, there's sometimes an issue with it being tracked as an actual open because Outlook requires it. So there's like weird, wonky shit with your data. But if you get data back and you're like, wow, I have a crap ton of clicks in this email, that's insane. And you look at the clicks and there's like, you know, two dozen clicks on your like CTA, your call to actions, um, like the links you expect people to click on. And then there's like a thousand clicks on your logo. It's a virus scanner. Kids, you know how much digging that took me? That's I'm like, this is wrong. And I know it's wrong and I want to know why it's wrong. So after some research and a conversation with an email marketing expert, uh, which did not take me long, did not take me long to figure this out. Uh, yeah. I, I, we had a conversation, a conversation with the publisher. Like this is the data you're sending out and using to sell your product, like to sell inventory is so wrong. It was very, ins- very frustrating. So like not to turn people off from email. It's just like when you're looking at your metrics and you're like, I have 18,000 clicks. That's amazing. Look at where the clicks are. Where are the clicks coming from? Yeah. And then you just, then you just know, then you just know that it's like, Oh, 17 clicks is real and 17,000 right. do the math is all virus scanner and that's fine. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And if you're a normal human being just using Mailchimp or Constant Contact or whatever, probably your, not your business, we'll you're going to have You're probably me. not going to have that that issue. However, yeah. if you do have a weird issue if you're like this data looks weird or why is this not working, they have they they all have wonderful customer support. So use them. Wonderful resources to like, just blogs and stuff as well.
1: Um, but yeah, our mm-hmm. customer service—that's what they're there for. Yeah, ask. Exactly. Yes. Or if you want to branch out, there are groups everywhere. Like there are Facebook groups and LinkedIn groups, and people like yes. ask, find exactly. Don't be Don't be scared to ask a group. Reddit. No, there are professional groups in Reddit. Oh, Discord. Always. I haven't. I haven't quite dug into the Discord groups yet. But if you're into that, there's not... Yeah. Yeah. Don't be afraid to ask. It's your data. Don't yeah, fake it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the only other part we had like, so now that you've gotten all that foundation down, how do you build your lists? How do you get lists? Uh, Step number one do not buy lists. Do not. Oh my God. Do don't do that. Buy lists. Partnering with, a, partnering with a, a publisher or an influencer is different. That's not buying a list. Exactly but do not buy a list. Like you're not, that's not sustainable. No. That's and like, if drink, you it's
0: like drinking a Red Bull and expecting it to keep you awake for a long period, like it's not oh, going to work. It's not going to work. It's and if you have an old list, like if you're just, you know, jumping back into things or, you know, it's you know, been a, a couple of years since you were in there. Don't just like, like import an old list. Just don't don't do, don't do that shit. Like it's, it's just going to, especially if it's a couple of years old, emails change, things change. People don't privacy, want to be there. Privacy laws have changed. Privacy you laws have You need people
1: changed. to opt in, especially if you're getting yes. like international traffic, that's something to be very careful of. People need to opt in. You want people to opt in. Yes.
0: So basically like if you have to start from scratch, you have to start from scratch, but promote it on social, have a widget, that is real clear and easy to find on your homepage there, you know, maybe there's, maybe you have a landing page for it. So you can send people there more easily on social. Um, you know, if it's not through your business, if it's obviously through your business pages, but if you're on like, if you're
1: LinkedIn on your personal page, self promote, promote the crap out of it. Yes. People to sign up. What's the worst thing they're going to have? No, they're going to say no. They're not even going to say no. They're just not going to do it.
0: Right. You're fine. Yeah. A great way to get people to sign up is like, you know, exclusive free. Oh my God. My dog just got lost her mind. Um, exclusive freebies. Exclusive freebies are amazing. Exclusive content. Like e-commerce. Yeah. Yes. Anything. If you can set uh, up like a discounts. referral thing. Sure. Mm-hmm. To get people to Referrals. Up. Discounts. I will say if your product is, you know, five grand and you're like, sign up for a 10% discount. I'm like, I'm not giving you my fucking email. Like for that, that. (laughs) like, or if it's like, you know, like, or honestly it's worse when the product is like $50 or like a hundred dollars ever gets me to move. Never.
1: I don't know what it is. It doesn't matter how much it is. Cause like 10, it's never that much off, but yeah, like
0: 10% off a hundred bucks. Like, okay. $10, $10 for in one place right Ugh. so no. like i'm so paying like, for my own shipping basically you you just give me free shipping at yeah, that point free because free shipping makes me feel better than 10 be let- that's bullshit
1: it might be more than the 10 percent that you're saving but like get that 10 percent doesn't move me i don't know who's listening right. to this nobody our moms and these two people in germany that always listen to us hi guys uh yeah like guten tag what are you guys yeah, doing i don't know I lo- i love it i don't know who you are but feel free to reach out to us. I'm curious. I'm just curious yeah. to see who it is. Who are you? We have what like a handful doing? of European listeners, and I'm so curious
0: to know who it is. Where did you come from? I
1: like it. I like it. I like I like it's it fine. showing up in my in my analytics. So hello, the two of you. Um, Makes me feel cultured. It's it funny. does make me feel cultured. They're probably laughing at us because we're Americans. Because I would too. Yeah. Anyway, list mess. building. It might be slow,
0: and it, it might be slow to start, and that's fine. it's going to be slow. It's going unless to be you slow. have like some like real magic. It's going to be slow, and that's fine. But like consistency is key. Drive people there, encourage them to sign up for X, Y, and Z reason, whatever. But
1: freebie shit, what? like McKenna said, is a a great way to build your lead lists or you, is to give away like not even items, but like depending on what you do, a white paper or a PDF or an infographic or like create something that's gated that somebody has to give you their email for Mm -hmm. in doing agreeing to very clearly agreeing to that they're going to be added to a list because you need to be transparent. But yeah, people like downloading kind like, do you make recipes? Do you do some like really niche,
0: weird woodworking just Like give people, give something away. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. Or even like tell them that like, I mean, not tell them like you're lying to them. Jeez, don't do that. But like, you know, have like a enter to enter for a giveaway. Like you don't have to give away something every time, but it could be an entry for a giveaway. It could be like the first you know, the first
1: 50 people to sign up to the newsletter today. Get, uh, I don't know. Again, I'm not I'm trying to think tangible, like a tangible. That's not a word. Tangible. Tangible. Like a PDF. Tangible. A dictionary. Yeah, it could be, it could be something you actually make, or it could be a dictionary. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Something effective or free that you, that provides value to your audience
0: that provides that fear of missing out jazz. Exactly. And then just keep doing that with all of your emails that you subsequently send them and they'll open them and engage with them. And that's all email marketing is woo and then you add in
1: social media and your website and everything else and it all works together like this
0: then our heads explode stop i didn't hear that entire sentence
1: it's like the life of a star where it collides and then it builds and builds and builds and it grows and it gets really hot and awesome and then it goes and then it dies but that's not going to happen to your business. Your business is going to thrive, I
0: believe in you. <laughs> your business will stay a beautiful shining star don't, for don't forever. <laughs> don't look up. Don't look up. Don't look up. Oh, everyone should watch that movie. It's a really great movie.
1: Long. It was long, but it was good. I don't disagree with it. I thought it was entertaining for a lot of reasons, but it was a little lengthy. And stay, stay after it ends.
0: Watch the credits. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm going to say watch all of the credits. Yes. Worth it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like that's the most sage advice we can leave anyone with. So I feel like that's that's probably it, right? For today. Happy emailing. With that, we leave you. Bye bye. Thank you so much for
1: listening to Buzzed Words. Have any questions or suggestions on topics you'd like us to cover? Email us at info at That's info at B-U-Z-Z-D words.com. You can also find us on all major social media platforms as Buzzwords. If you'd like to support the show, visit our Patreon account. Link available on buzzwords.com. Every little bit helps. And of course, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts.